Just a heads up, in case you didn't already know, pretty much every single episode has adult content on it, and we talk about adult things. So if your kids are around, put your headphones in, give them their iPad, or just ignore them like you usually do. My name is Ace Fanning, and this is Beyond the Secret, where people tell me their secrets, and I am just my regular nosy self. This week's secret, I dated my high school's football coach, is my first ever two-part episode. There were so many important things said during our interview that I didn't want to cut out. Because while a lot of people may have never found themselves in high school and dating the school's football coach, a lot of people have been in toxic and abusive relationships. So I hope this interview can give insight to a lot of young girls and women about what makes a healthy relationship, or more so, what doesn't. My first question for you is, how did you first meet this guy? Well, the first time I, like, saw him, I was a freshman in high school, and I was on the track team, and some of my friends had been managers for the wrestling team, and he was also a wrestling coach, so they knew him, and they ran up and said hello to him during track practice, and I was like, oh, who's that? And they're like, oh, that's coach so-and-so. And so I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't actually meet him until the next year when I became a football manager. Okay, so how old were you and how old was he? I was 15 when I started to manage for the football team and he was, he had just turned 22. Okay, so he's not, I mean, we're not talking about like the 65-year-old no brain football coach <laughs> no we are talking like the young assistant football coach that i mean most of the girls at the school had a crush on because he was like the only young man that worked at the school okay so in my head i imagined him to be the um the coach from friday night lights <laughs> oh god <laughs> which honest yeah like coach taylor like i have a thing for, so like i wouldn't have judged Right. (laughs) So, okay. So you meet him, you're the football manager. Like what are your initial like interactions with him? Like, um, really, we didn't talk much, but I knew that. So what I did as the manager, I filmed the games and they used my film for like highlight videos and other things like to watch game film, to see what they needed to work on. And I knew that he was the coach that edited all those films. So we really didn't talk too much. He'd occasionally come up to me and be like, hey, make sure you get this or tonight or make sure you get that tonight. But we didn't really start talking until I had a cross-country meet in San Diego. And I had to let him know that I wasn't going to be there to film the game. So he needed to find someone else. So I went ahead and found him on MySpace. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) to send him a message to let him know that I wasn't going to be there. (laughs) Looking back on it, do you think that you were sending that just to let him know? Because, I mean, there's probably other ways you could have reached out to him. Or do you feel like you were like, I mean, 
I'd like to be his friend on MySpace. At the time, I totally justified it. Like, this is normal, you know? I just I just have to let him know. But, like, looking back now, like, it totally was like, well, he's the young, cool coach. So he has a MySpace, so why can't we all just... And, like, he was friends with some of the football players on MySpace. So I was like, well, why can't, you know, why can't we all be friends on MySpace? <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> how, like, how did things transition from, you know, you being the football manager, him being the coach, to you guys, like, starting to talk and start to make this relationship? <sighs> like, what did that even look like? Because I've so... always, like, in in my life, like, I've always – you know, I've always imagined that a teacher would lust for me, but it never actually happened. <laughs> I've always imagined my life to be a lifetime movie. Right? I mean, don't we all think that it will turn out that way one day? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, it was, it just kind of escalated from there. Like I sent the one message and he joked around with me, gave me a hard time back. So we messaged back and forth for a little while during the season. And then I, I mentioned we were on the bus on the way home from a football game, and I said something to him about it in front of the other coaches, and he like gave me this look like, shit, you did not just do that, and yeah, and so then he sent me a message saying like I can't do that anymore, we're gonna stop talking, and so we kind of stopped, but then he would randomly message me when he saw me on campus walking around and say like, Hey, good to see you today or whatever. And then, Oh gosh, that spring I tried out for varsity cheer and ended up making it. So I I wanted to let him know, like I wanted to let him know (laughs) I'm not going to be able to film the games anymore. Um, And he gave me a hard time. And like from that day forward, we messaged like it was like every single day and it wasn't anything like, inappropriate but it was like we would talk about we both liked basketball so we would talk about the Suns games or we would talk about uh the Mercury games or we would talk about uh baseball a lot it wasn't it wasn't anything inappropriate at that point we were just but it was every single day we were messaging back and forth on MySpace and then the way it kind of escalated into something different was he made a joke about why don't we just text it would be so much easier. And I was like, well, then, you know, you'd have to give me your number and that probably wouldn't be appropriate and whatever. And he was like, well, if you're paying attention, I won't have to give you anything. And he said that because the cheerleaders practice stunting in the wrestling room because we had to practice on the mats. And inside of the wrestling room was a huge whiteboard where he had left his phone number for the wrestlers to write down so that they could contact him. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, so you get his phone number. So you start texting. Yeah, so I get his phone number. We start texting. He has a girlfriend. <gasps> I kind of have like a little high school boyfriend thing going on. He has we're a girlfriend? Text- oh yeah, he had a girlfriend. Oh my God. The, oh, well, we could probably get to that part later. That part got to be right here. The best way to spend my night. But so, you know, still nothing too inappropriate. And then my junior year of high school starts and I get caught by one of the teachers texting him during class. 
And I have his name like in my phone as who he is. Like first and, and last name my... or Mr. Blank? Oh, yeah. Oh, first and last name. Well, actually, I think I had him as his nickname, but everybody knows he's got he's got a interesting nickname that everybody knows. So the teacher sees this and takes my phone and goes straight to him like, what are you doing? And that's kind of when we were like, OK, we have to stop because he's going to lose his job. But he kind of was like, I don't want to stop talking to you. I really enjoy talking to you. I don't think that we should stop. Oh, my. OK, so at this point, I mean, junior year, <laughs> what, like 16, 17. Yeah. And he's now like 23, 24. Yeah, he's six years older than me. So. OK. So and like I look back on it and I'm like, OK, the guy I'm with now, my fiance is six years older than me. So really, it's not that big of a deal. But at 16 years old, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> well, it's a big deal because I think of your maturity level. And it's like, yes. you know, I think of who I was at 16 and I think of who I am now. And like, that's radically different, you know. Oh, my gosh. Completely different person. Wait, so did he get in trouble or anything with the No, with he didn't. No, he didn't get in trouble. They just kind of was like, hey you need to be careful. This needs to stop. I'm not going to say anything as long as it stops here. And so we're like, okay, we'll just be more careful about it. Like I won't text you during this person's class or whatever. And we'll make sure we keep it a secret. And that's when it really started getting serious. He ended up having to go to, it was like a football coach convention in Las Vegas. And obviously, we all know what people do in Vegas. Uh, so he was rather drunk and started sending me extremely inappropriate text messages, <laughs> like, like straight up sexting me. Like, Give me an example. Like, if you can remember, like, a sex. Like, are oh, we talking like he's like, baby, I want you to suck on this dick till it falls off? Or, like, <laughs> is he more just like, I'm imagining was, you in your panties? It was like... <laughs> <laughs> it maybe started with I'm imagining you in your panties and it ended up with like I bet it would slide right in right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and I'm, I was I mean I'm wedding. 16 I'm like I what I don't what I uh, I but I was so like infatuated with him and was like he's you know He's so sweet, and we talk all the time, and I trust him, so I'm just going to kind of go along with it really awkwardly. <laughs> Let me ask and, you a question, and this is really personal, and if you don't yeah. want me to include it, that's fine. But No, it's fine. Had you had sex with anyone at that point? Um, yeah, I had with my like the high school boyfriend that I was with when he and I had first – when the coach and I had first started talking. Okay, we so – so I knew, I mean, obviously I knew what he was talking about and everything, but I just was like, he also knew about that, that I had had sex and that I wasn't super proud of it. Like it wasn't something I necessarily really wanted to do. I just felt like, okay, well he wants it. So we'll do it. Oh my God. This <laughs> kind is... of thing. Oh, I hate him already. Uh, well, it gets better. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. For some I, I reason I am. I mean, at this point, like, all you can do is laugh about it. It was over 10 years ago, so. <laughs> okay. So then he starts texting you and says it can slide in pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it could slide right in right now or something like that. And I was just like, all right, so so this is it. This is how it's going to be uh, from here on out. Like, we were all in. 
and he started telling me that he loved me. And then he started asking me to sneak, not sneak out of my mom's house, like, but like lie to my mother about where I was going. And I didn't have my own car. I had to take my mom's car. So he would be like, well, you should just tell her you're going over to so-and-so's house and you should just come over here. Oh, and what, he had like, roommates. Oh, he's so gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had roommates and he would wait until they were all gone. And he still had a girlfriend, too. Still had a girlfriend. Same girlfriend. Same girlfriend, yes. He would wait till they were all gone and ask me to come over. And so the first time I did, and in first few times I did, nothing happened. We just hung out, like, gave each other a quick hug, and that was kind of it. Um, but it eventually escalated. <laughs> Okay, I think before we get to that part, I'm curious, what is happening at school at this time? So at school at this point, I should say my freshman and sophomore year, yeah, I didn't really know freshman year, but my sophomore year, he didn't work there for his day job. He only coached there. Okay. So he wasn't there during the day. He was only there after school for coaching and then at games, obviously. Um, my junior year, he actually ended up getting a job as an aide at the school. So he was there all day. So at this point now at school, like we are each going out of our like scheduled days, like our paths to like my class or to where he needs to go for work and everything. We're going out of our way to make sure that we accidentally cross paths and whatever. And obviously we didn't like say anything to each other or touch or anything but like we would you know look at each other and smile and then one of us would text the other like oh my gosh I saw you I get I had so many butterflies stupid stuff like that okay but like this is the thing for you 16 year old girl at high school that's normal like texting and being like oh my god I have butterflies I can't like but a 22 23 24 year old man texting me and like yeah Oh, I have butterflies from seeing you in the hall. Like, <laughs> not cute. That's, like, not, not a text I would ever send. No, but I, at the time, thought it was so sweet and, like, so wonderful because I didn't I didn't think that for – because I was stupid. I was 16 and I was stupid. <laughs> no, so, no, 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 no. I'm just going to – I'm going to correct you really quick. It's not that you're stupid. It's that – like, again, it's about the age and it's about your maturity yes. level at that point. And it's not that you're stupid. It's that he's disgusting. But yeah. OK, keep going, though. Okay. <laughs> so I think a few people had caught on because obviously the teacher had caught me texting him and some of the football boys were in that class. And so they had heard. And so some of them were my good friends and they kind of had caught on to something being up and then some of my close girlfriends saw me like because I was constantly on my phone texting like I never let my phone out of my sight friends kind of knew and they would like make little jabs here and there at me but they never said anything to him but obviously like and eventually more people did end up finding out about it no no one necessarily important like school wise so Really quick, though, I kind of want to go back to the teacher who figured it out. And, like, looking back on it now, like, obviously, I'm sure at the time you were, like, so thankful that they didn't do anything. But looking back now, don't you feel like that teacher who found out about it, who discovered the relationship, they 
really fucked up? Yes, big time. Like, as a teacher myself at this point, like, I could never imagine finding that on a student's phone and not going straight to administration. And the fact that, and I know he thought that he was just doing a friend a favor and doing me a favor by not, like, hurting my feelings or whatever, but it could have, it could have saved a whole lot of issues. No, for sure. Like, I just think that's so, the whole thing is messed up. Yeah. Okay. So then that's what's going on at school. And now what is, we're going to, we're going to go back to his place. We're sitting at his place. Like what's going on now? All right. We're sitting at his place. We're hanging out. I mean, the, the first time or later down the, down the road? The first time, obviously. The very first time? Okay. So, basically, I, I don't really remember all of the details, but I can tell you that it was, it was a day where school was technically in session, but it was, it was a, an Ames day. And since I was a junior and I had already passed Ames, I didn't have to go to school. Okay, yeah. So... I just told my mom, like, oh, we're all going to go to, like, get breakfast. And then we had a track meet that night or that afternoon. So I was like, we're going to all go get breakfast and hang out before the track meet. And then we're going to go to the school for the meet. And so she was like, oh, okay. So I take her car and I get in and I head the exact opposite direction of the school and head to his house. And we're hanging out, like, on in his bedroom, sitting on his bed. And... We start making out and, you know, we start fooling around and he says that like he wants to have sex. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know that I'm ready, really. And he told me that you're going to you're going to hate him even more now. (laughs) Uh, He told me that he was like, well, you did it with your old boyfriend who you didn't love. And you told me that you love me. So if you really love me, then you'll do this it's so fucked up the whole thing yes. is so fucked and like clearly he's not a normal a normal 23 24 year old man no he's a boy yeah yes and like me being you know 17 naive i was like okay you're right and so we did and afterwards i was like it's fine it's really not a big deal and he texts me about how much he loved me and how much fun he had and all this other stuff. And so I was just kind of like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. You know, he, he's right. You know, I, we do, we love each other. So that is something that we can do together. And I just kind of brush it off as that. And so uh, did you, after that, do you feel like you had a change of heart about him at all? Or do you feel like you kind of, the relationship kept going with the momentum that it had. Oh, uh, I think it, I think the momentum actually, honestly, after that picked up because I convinced myself that he was right. I do love him. And that's something that people who are in love do with each other. And so we're just going to keep going. And honestly, I think it just continued to get more intense after that. I think in, at no matter what age you are, once you have sex in a relationship, it's it completely changes the dynamic and i'm curious how you could take your relationship to the next level like you know you're it's not like you can hang out at school more it's not like you can go on dates so is it just more of you going to his place when his roommates are gone 
yes that's exactly what it was i just started i can like i continued to lie to my mom about where i was going and i would end up over there and you know i would stay the night over there sometimes there would be nights where we're like oh so and so is having a party and we're gonna i'm gonna stay the night over there with my friends and my mom would be like okay well you know be responsible whatever stay the night if you need to because my mom knew what kids do at high school parties and um and so i was like okay yeah i'll let you know if i'm gonna come home or if i'm gonna stay the night and i'd end up texting her saying like oh we're gonna stay the night at you know my friend's house and she'd be like okay and i'd get top in her car and drive over to his house and he would like he would sneak me in because at that point his roommates were home asleep and so he would sneak me in to his bedroom and I, I would stay the night with him and then we'd just get up super early in the morning so he could sneak me out and there were even times where I, I believe I, he snuck me out his window because his roommates were up is this really all the relation I mean is basically the relationship sex basically I mean sex and texting each other constantly and then how long does this carry on for okay so that carried on through the summer of my junior year and then my mom found out <gasps> how did so she find out the way she found out was um at some point near the end of my junior year we realized like my mom had made a comment about the phone bill and how much I was texting and everything so he turned on his old flip phone and put it on his phone bill and gave the flip phone to me <gasps> so that at night or like when I got home from school or whatever, or if we wanted to like call each other on the phone at night, it wouldn't show up on my family's phone, phone bill. It would be on his phone. Are, okay. Like he's like a, this is literally like he's a pedophile. Yeah. Like this yeah. is not just like, Oh, like, like he's now like he is getting manipulative he's getting smart he's getting like yes. he's taking it to the next level at this point oh my gosh yes and i look back on it and i see all of these terrible signs and i'm like oh why wasn't i but like you've said i was 16 17 years old your brain isn't there yet to realize all those things you just think oh he's in love with me and i'm in love with him and we're going to live happily ever after you get the new phone. How does your mom find okay. out? So I get the new phone and we were talking on the phone. And I think it was like in the middle of the day. Like we like at that point, we had kind of started getting a little bit more reckless, I guess, because we I don't think we thought that anything was going to happen because we had been talking for so long. And so it was the middle of the day in summer. And I was talking to him on the phone, on the flip phone. And I was in my bedroom with the door closed and my mom walks in and I didn't hear normally like I hear her walking down the hallway, but I wasn't paying attention. And I all of a sudden just heard my door open. So I shoved the phone under my pillow and my mom was like, what's that? And I was like, nothing. And she was like, what'd you just put under your pillow? I was like, oh, my phone. And she was like, no, there's something else under there. And she lifts up my pillow and she finds the phone. And so then I get to tell her, the whole wonderful story of how I got this random flip phone. And were you honest with her? I I mean, not 100% honest. Like, I wasn't telling her that, you know, I was staying the night at his house all the time and stuff like that. But, like, I was honest to the point that, like, she very well understood that I thought I was in love with him and we were in some kind of relationship. And what is her reaction? 
oh, she freaked <laughs> as any as any mother would. Um, she let me know how stupid I was being. And I was just like, no, mom, you don't understand. We love each other. And she goes, no, he's a creep and a pedophile. And you need, like, if he was a normal 20, how old was I? I was 17. So he was 23, 24-year-old man. He would be dating a 23, 24-year-old woman. He wouldn't have to try and date a 17-year-old high school student. And I just was like, no, no, you don't, you just, you have to get to know him. He's a wonderful person. And she's like, he's obviously not a wonderful person. Look what he has you doing. And so she decided that she was going to go to the school with this information, go to the athletic director and the head varsity football coach and let them know what was going on. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> what is, do you know, like, what does that conversation look like? I don't know exactly how much of a conversation happened because I begged her not to. Like I sat there and I bawled my eyes out and I cried and I cried. And I was like, please don't like, please don't do this. He's going to lose his job. Please, please, please. And he ended up not taking the aid position back. So he wasn't going to be working there in the daytime, but he was still going to be coaching. So I was like, he, he, you know, his real livelihood wasn't really being affected either way because he went and got a job at a different school, but he still, like, he, his passion was to coach and everything. And so I, I thought, like, I was going to be ruining his life or my mom was going to be ruining his life if she told him, if she told on him. And so I was like, please, please, please. And so she went to the head varsity football coach instead of the athletic director and told him what was going on and was like, you need to talk to your coach and let him know that this is going to end here. And if it doesn't end here, I will go higher up. And so I don't really know what went on from there. I do know that the athletic director was told about it at some point, but I don't know if it was through another one of my family members, because my whole family ended up finding out, or if it was from the head varsity football coach who was just saying like, hey, heads up, this is this has apparently happened, we need to nip it in the bud. But I do know that the, the athletic director did eventually find out about it, and the coach that I was with uh, was called into the office, and he denied everything and said that the only reason that we were continuing to text was because I had basically threatened to commit suicide if I if he stopped talking to me okay but again as a adult in that situation what he needs to do is report that to somebody not yeah. keep talking to you because you know what I mean like that yes he's, well he's and, and that wrong. wasn't even true though I didn't right. I never said that he just was trying to save his own ass but even if it were even if I had said that yes he needed to report it and so he to talk to me did your mom, like when she went and talked, did she know that you guys had had sex or just that you were talking? Um, she probably suspected, but I never told her. Okay. So then what, what happens after all of this? So after all of this, I ha I get my phone taken away, my computer taken away. Like I am cut off from the world during the summer. I have no clue what's going on with him. He can't get in contact with me. I get my phone and my computer privileges back and he has emailed me. Oh he has God. emailed me to apologize, like apologize for everything that happened and that we can't talk to each other anymore. 
that he wishes we could. And so then like, obviously I respond and I say, no, 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 it's all my fault. I'm the one who got caught. And so then we just keep emailing each other back and forth. He's literally like, I'm like, he's literally a predator. Cause it's like, he didn't like one, he didn't need to write you to say, we can't talk anymore, but if he needed to, then it's just, we can't talk anymore. Not we can't talk anymore, but I wish that we could. Yes. Exactly. I hate him. Um, Okay. So you're, you're emailing. So we're emailing and then, okay. AOL instant messenger still really big at that point, obviously. So we had, we had each other on aim too. So every once in a while we would talk on there before we got each other's phone numbers when I got, I got my computer privileges back, we started like talking to each other on AIM because we were like, oh, they can't find out about that. Like they don't see that. So we did that. And then we realized that you can have your AIM messages forwarded to your phone. Oh and God. it doesn't show up as the phone number that you're texting back and forth from. It just shows up as like a random six digit number from AIM. Okay. So then we started doing that during the day we just had all of our aim messages forwarded to our phones so then we were we were still texting all the time it just it never stopped like it was like a, oh i'm sorry no i'm sorry no i'm sorry oh let's just keep talking basically i don't really know how we got from i'm sorry we can't talk anymore to like we're going to continue to talk and like the same kind of conversations as before yeah i say like i miss you so much i can't wait to see you oh and then senior year starts for me and he is no longer working at the school during the day so I don't get to see him during the day so it was just a lot of like I miss you I miss seeing you how's your day going oh I can't wait to see you on Friday night at the football game uh yeah just just stupid things like that and then the occasional sneaking away to go see him like I remember there were times where we like would meet up in this parking lot I would be in my mom's car and he would be in his truck and we'd just be like in parking spots next to each other with our window windows down talking. And would you like, do it? No, 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 no. Okay. We would like literally stay in our own cars because we were too scared that some, cause it was so close to the school. Like somebody we knew could have seen us at that point. So we would just like stay in our own cars with our windows down and talk back and forth just so we could see each other. Okay, so then how long does this whole charade last for? So this goes on until probably probably halfway through my senior year. And that's when he got fired from his new day job. Uh, I'm still not entirely sure of how he got fired. He never told me. Like I asked him multiple times and he refused to tell me. But one of his friends, who I ended up later on hanging out with randomly told me that he was fired because he was going in at like four o'clock in the morning and clocking in and then going home and going back to sleep and then coming back in before anyone else would and then continue to work. So he would like go in at four clock in, go home and go back to sleep, come back at six before anyone else got there and then work the rest of the, the rest of the day. So he was getting two extra hours of pay without actually being there that like honestly like he's such a loser like 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 who wakes up like i wouldn't i would rather have the two hours extra of sleep right than the the extra 1250 an hour whatever the heck he was making i mean i don't know how much he was making but still oh my god 
Okay, so loses his job. So he loses his job. And at that point, like, he starts going out in the middle of the week drinking with friends. And I'm assuming it was Whiskey River because I think it was Wednesday nights that he was doing this. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever went to Whiskey River when it was open, but Whiskey Wednesdays, it was like dollar beer, no, 50 cent beers or something like that. I don't know. No, anyway. at that point, I was busy watching Disney Channel shows and movies on Friday right? night like... or on Wednesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly what I was doing on Wednesday nights at that point either. But anyway, so he starts going out and getting extremely intoxicated on Wednesday nights. And so then every single Wednesday night at like two o'clock in the morning, I would get bombarded with text messages and phone calls from him. And of course, like I'm a freaking high school senior. Like I, (laughs) I was not awake at two o'clock in the morning. I was asleep, like getting ready for school the next day. I mean, so he would, he would call and call and call or text and text and text and call and call and call until I woke up and answered the phone. Oh my God. Yeah. And then when I'd answer the phone, he would be like, go get me Jack in the box. We want Jack in the box. We're hungry. I I can't go fucking get you Jack in the box right now. And he, and he then would get upset and he's like, whatever, you're such a slut. You're probably banging some other dude right now. That's why I can't, that's why you can't go get me Jack in the box. Uh, you're lucky that I love you because no one else is going to love you. Like I do. No one else can love with your shit. What fucking winner. Yeah. Like, what a winner. I I picked a good one, man. <laughs> oh, my God. But this is the thing is, and I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about this in a little bit, but, like, this is the thing that girls at that age, like, you buy into this. It's like, oh, my God, oh, he's yeah. cute, and, like, oh, my God, he's successful. He has a job where he makes twelve fifty. Like, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? And, like, he's got so many friends and stuff like that. And like, he has his own place and it's like, he has his own place with roommates. <sighs> okay. So the drunk texts, the drunk calls. Yeah. And this, so this was happening every single Wednesday. I just get bombarded with like things about how terrible I was because I wasn't answering the phone. Um, wanting to know where I was because I was not answering the phone at two o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday night or a Thursday morning, I guess, you know, um, telling me that like, I, that no one else would put up with my shit. Granted, look, I have no idea what my shit was, you know, going to bed at a reasonable hour. Right. Right. And just things like that. And so it got to a point where I was just like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, why am I still doing this? We can't really be together because I'm 17 and he's not. <laughs> and he's you know he works for my school so like what am I really getting out of this at this point like other than verbal abuse you know and so I started actually confiding in a guy that was actually a kid that I had dated before I had started talking to this football coach and he was one of still one of my good friends and so I started confiding in him about it and he was just like what are you doing why are you like you're you're better than this but I was terrified to tell this coach that I was done. Like I didn't want to do it anymore because I was afraid of what he would say or do. 
you would think this is the end of the story, but it's not. And it gets worse before it gets better. But you'll hear the rest of it on part two.